now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 58 of The Awakened Soul. Listen, I'm still coming down off my high of the of the live show, the Breaks Radio live show that went down this past Saturday. Just an amazing event. Uh, me and my brothers, Ralph and Johnny, to be able to be on that stage, on that platform, and uh, and have a just deliver a show in front of people, get to see the live reactions from it, get live questions, just everything. The, the whole event went off well. Um, shout out to King Skrilla um, for being able to perform in that event. Um, we, we definitely want to give a shout out also to James Biko, a.k.a. DJ Nappy Needles, who he did his thing, too, man. It was just a wonderful event. And anyone who's listening to this who came from out of town um, to to see the Burks Radio Live show, I want to thank you for, for making that travel for us. You know, that's humbling that you're traveling from out of state just to hear us do our little a little radio show. Um, so that that's it's just amazing. I'm still on, still on a high. But to get into this episode, episode 58. Going to be a little shorter than normal. Um, we're still going to we're still going to have the end of mind of haze. So going to have a stupid idiot of the week. Scoop is back, aka Jerry Rubbers, with uh <laughs> with the petty news. No unpopular opinion this week. Um, unfortunately, I do miss that segment, but hopefully he's back next week. Um, then we also uh you know I have an announcement at the end of the show for the next couple episodes. Our one year anniversary is two episodes away. So not the next episode, but the following one after that will be the one year anniversary. All right, enough enough of me prefacing and getting ready. Let's get into uh we're going to jump right back into that song which is Master Blaster by Stevie Wonder, one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh but my absolute favorite artist of all time. That's period point blank. That's my favorite artist period. Um <laughs> we'll talk about that at a later date. Uh but we got to get into my crazy crazy mind. So we're going to get back into the music and I'll see you guys on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> so when we get into the mind of haze, now I'm going to talk about some stuff that's going on in the world. And I, even though I know I, I started talking about it in the little introduction, I'm going to take time out to shout out everyone who came from out of town. Um, again, that, that's just major to me. Poindexter, the power father, came in town. When I, I gave him a big shout out during the actual live show, but I wanted to thank him for showing up, running the audio, making sure everything was good there. Uh, so he not only showed up to enjoy the show, but he showed up to be a part of it and help make sure everything went off uh, special there. Uh, shout out to my number one listener, 
no offense to anyone else, but that's Mercy herself who came in the building, um, came in town. She actually traveled. Her flight got delayed. So she was like 12 hours late to get into St. Louis and had got there just the morning of the live show. And she was supposed to be there the night before. Um, Ayana from I'm Just Saying, Poe and Kyla from Extra Regular. Um, and I know I'm missing someone else. I know for a fact I am. Shay came in as well. Um, I'm still missing somebody else. Listen, everyone who came out, I just want to thank you. Um, yeah, regardless of how far you came out, I, I wanted to thank you. I want to thank you for that. But let's get back into um, what we do here in the mind of Hayes. And the first thing that I want to talk about um, in this segment is Anthony Anderson being under investigation for allegedly assaulting a woman. Um, and so um, just from what's come out about this case so far is that Anthony Anderson is under a criminal investigation by the LAPD for assaulting a woman who catered an event for the actor. And so this alleged um, assault, and I'm not saying alleged because I believe or don't believe I'm just no one's been convicted yet. So don't come at me for using the word alleged. But um, she met with Anthony Anderson after the event um, to, to meet again to talk about working together. And this is where she claims that the assault happened. So um, uh, as far as the report, it claims that the woman delayed coming forward. Um, but only felt comfortable doing so month, months later because of the Me Too movement. And we've already talked about the power of the Me Too movement and the power of um, what it's like to have other people share their stories and how it does help people come out. And anyone who hears that, you know, I, I know a lot of people do hear um, allegations come out months after the fact and they think, well, well, why? Why would she do it? Why would she wait so long to come out? And, you know, when you face that shame or feel that that shame or embarrassment and just really trying to. Um, understand yourself like after a situation like that like it, it's understandable like people go into PTSD so let's try not to judge anything just because it sometimes it takes these women um, longer to come forward after the situation happens after the assault happens so let, let's not do that um, so you know and and for Anthony Anderson this is not the first time that he's faced an assault allegation um, it was actually um, him and the assistant director of Hustle Flow were um, accused of raping a woman on set. And so anytime these situations were years and years apart now, um, of course, because like we talked about with the power of the Me Too movement, more women may now come forward because if Anthony Anderson's did anything to him. But what do you guys, how do you guys feel about this? You know, Anthony Anderson, especially with Blackish, um, has been back in the public eye more, been back in public favor more probably than he has ever been in his career. And everyone knows the the what Blackish did and some of the powerful messages there, but that doesn't excuse. Of course, it doesn't excuse anything like this. And I just want to know what, it, what how's everyone feeling about it. Um, I, I I wanted to get this out. I wanted to talk about it. Like I said, my my thing here is to never judge. Is to present the information and then talk about talk about my thoughts on it and get your thoughts. This is just a conversation starter. Let's talk about this, but let's definitely recognize the power of the Me Too movement. And yeah, this this it just we have to. Keep shining that light on the darker underbelly of Hollywood. I keep saying it. That's the way I keep phrasing it. Um, and it's not going to stop. We have to keep going and and get this out of there. Like these people have to get the fuck up out of here. Period. Point blank. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about in the mind haze is so Branson, Missouri, which is not too far from St. Louis, Missouri, is actually a um popular vacation spot in Missouri over the last few years. Branson really does a lot to get tourism in. Um, a, a, a dock boat capsized, um, 
in Branson, Missouri, claiming the life of 17 people um, of the 31 people that were on involved uh, on board. I'm sorry, of the 31 people. So 17 of 31 people um, unfortunately lost their lives. Um, nine members uh, of those people who lost their lives were all part of the same family um, who, you know, the Coleman's um, who uh, were all vacationing together as a family. <sighs> yeah, Something like this, you know, I, I want to send my condolences for what it's worth. They may never hear this podcast to the Coleman family. Um, I'm not sure yet if anything has been uh, together to help this family to reach out. Um, so many people injured, um, you know, uh, situations like this are, are, are definitely hard and the freak accidents and they're, they're going to happen, unfortunately. But this is where as a people we need to stand up and we need to try um, to do, you know, something if we can uh, send send prayers those things help more than than what you think. You definitely want to send positive vibes to this family because this to, to imagine just being on a trip with all of your loved ones and randomly something like this happens. It's it's just it, it, it makes you understand the people more who like don't like doing anything. The people who just like staying in the house because in their mind, it's something that they can control. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah. Again, you know, this this is I, I just want to send my condolences to the family, my prayers, my thoughts, my well wishes. And I hope that, you know, as as a unit, it brings them closer together and just just keep praying. We're just going to keep praying for them. Um, OK. And I don't mean to keep bringing down the vibe of this podcast, but we have to talk about the seriousness and we have to talk about uh, stuff that's going to get conversation started. And I think that this next one is, is definitely an interesting turn of events, especially if you follow the George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin situation. Um, so what we're going to go over is a situation in Clearwater, Florida, in which two men, Marcus McGlatton and Michael Drecker, got in an argument over a parking spot. Um, Michael uh, Drecker initially was ar- arguing with McGlatton's girlfriend. McGlatton, who was black, um, ended up getting fatally shot. Um and Drecker, uh, who pulled the, the trigger, won't be arrested. And he won't be arrested because of the stand your ground law, which was the same law that protected George Zimmerman when he shot Trayvon Martin. And so McLaughlin, who was a he was 28 years old, a father of three, um, lost his life because of a parking spot. And so um, McLaughlin, um, who he actually did push Drecker. Um, again, I want to make sure we get the full facts out there. But Jerka, who was white, shot this man. And again, that that, that stand your ground law protects a, another person after they took the life of someone. Um, wow. Wow. And it, is this a wrongful death? Absolutely. Hopefully that they are talking to the lawyers and they have a case for a wrongful death suit. suit I'm sorry, as I as I slur and, and st- stumble over my words. Um we can hope that, but this this stand your ground thing is is ridiculous, and I wonder how much more publicity this is going to get. How crazy is this going to get now that we have another black man who lost his life over something as stupid as a parking spot? A parking spot, and it's funny when, during the Breaks Radio Live show we talked about Ralph gave a situation in which he was there at a day party when somebody was shot, and, and you know we talked a little bit about gun violence in in our city of St. Louis, um, but this is just. This is just ridiculous. And you know, I want to get you guys' thoughts. I want to get the conversation started on that. All right. We are going to go into a brief break. Um, yeah, we're going to get going to a brief break. We're going to come back with something to kind of lighten the mood. And then we're going to get into the petty news from Scoop Craig. I don't want no 
So before I let Scoop do his thing with the petty news, I want to take this time. Um, the episode 60 is actually going to be our one year anniversary show. What I'm doing with that show is I'm asking everyone, all the listeners who want to participate, you can either send in an email to theawakensoulpod.com writing your thoughts on the awakened souls first year some of your favorite moments or your favorite episode and your excitement over the next year the awakened soul it, also it's your time if you want to think of anything that i should add going into my into my second year or anything to do that now while i am opening the doors for written emails again to the awakened soul pod at gmail.com what i really want because this is an audio podcast and i like it when it's not always my voice as the main one heard as much as my first year of the awakened soul has been a lot of work for me it's really about you guys because without you guys and the supporters the awakened soul wouldn't be what it wants to be so i want to hear your voices so to kick that up a notch if you feel so inclined i'm asking that you record you can use the recorder on your phone doesn't have to sound professional doesn't you don't have to have a mic none of that just use the the voice recorder on your phone every phone has it um send me in an audio clip of you talking about the first year of the awakened soul your favorite moments favorite episode how how you found the awakened soul all of that good stuff we just want to talk about the first year there are no time restrictions no time limits just get those into me. I already got some so far, but I want more. I want I want that. I want to get as many as your voices as I can for that episode, because like I said, for me, the first year of the Awakened Soul is much, much more about you guys than what it is about me. Um, and I truly, truly feel that. So thank you for that. For, for Before I even get them, thank you for those who have already sent them in. But now it's time. It's petty time. Uh, we got to get into Scroop Grady, a.k.a. Jerry Rubbers, doing his thing with the petty news. I can't believe she said the baby's not mine. And to think, I gave her my PIN number to my debit card. Oh, wait, we're live? <clears throat> um, hello, everybody. Um, you know you can't hold a player down for long. I am Jerry Rubbers, and this is Petty News. Howdy, howdy, and bowdy, bowdy. It has just been reported that Stevie J and Faith Evans has tied the knot. She needs to tie up her tubes and have the doctor on speed dial because Stevie is always in some kind of girl. You just never know who he's hitting. Last year they broke up, but you know how the old saying goes, break up to make up. In their situation, it should be look up to the butt up. Speaking of butt, Faith Evans comes out and say that she ate Biggie's butt when they was together. Now, I don't understand why would she come out and say this when Biggie has been dead for over 20 years. I can't look at her the same no more. I guess I understand now what she meant when she said she never knew a love like this before. She was talking about his butt. Next, Takashi 69 has been kidnapped, pistol whipped, robbed, and hospitalized. Now, it was said that he was doing a video at 4 a.m. in the morning and somebody snatched him up. Apparently, it was three people in hoodies. Now, I could have sworn that Takashi 69 was the king of New York. He was a thug. He's all that. He's bowdy bowdy. Well, he's the king of the hospital now. <laughs> I thought he had all them goons. He's outside on the block. Well, he is now outside the x-ray room trying to figure out what the hell happened. Several members of an Indiana family were on a duck boat in Branson, Missouri, and 17 members were killed. Now, I just want to take the time out and say this really stinks. It really sucks that they have to have nine funerals all at once. People, please be careful. And the crazy thing about this was that they did not have any life jackets on. 
Just make sure you guys pray for this family. Next. Offset was arrested in Atlanta, Georgia for gun possession. I just don't get it. He's really off. The light's on, but nobody's in the damn kitchen. How are you still getting in trouble? You just had a baby, for Christ's sake. Baby. You just had a baby. That damn hag, she said the baby wasn't mine. <laughs> uh, 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 t fix it. Fix it. That is all the news we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jerry Rubbers with the Petty News. Don't be fooled, because we got the news. Uh, hello, Ebony? Is Dollar Bill going to let you talk? Yeah, girl, I, I need somebody to make me happy. I got about 15. 15 is okay? Okay, but uh, please, stay away from my butt. I can't stand a muddy hand. Okay, well, let's go. Let's get it on. Wait, what are you doing behind me? Hey, hey, get, get your head. Hey! <laughs> All right, so that was <laughs> petty news from the one and only uh, Jerry Rubbers. No, no one no one can do it like he can, but I honestly don't think anybody else would want to. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's I'm just going to leave that there. We're just going to let that stick right there. Um, so I told you guys after we get, got into the petty news, we were going to get into the stupid idiots of the week. It's just becoming one of my one of my favorite segments. Like I get a lot of feedback, feedback about the stupid idiots of the week. Don't get me wrong. I get a lot of feedback episode to episode anyway. Um, but it's, it's, it's always crazy to me how much people seem to love the stupid idiots of the week. So we're going to get into the intro music for that. I'll see you guys on the other side. dumb you are really dumb for real all right so we are into the stupid idiots of the week but this week there's a theme it's the text message edition of the stupid idiots of the week um the first one <laughs> this one comes from uh a teenager who was forced to resign um from his job with a design firm in chicago and he was discussing the terms of employment with his boss. Uh, so we're just going to read into the um, to the to the we're going to read these text messages. And then you guys will clearly see why this 19 year old had to be the stupid idiot of the week. Um, so first message from the boss. I'm making you come at 12 on Friday. Reply from the teenager. First off, you're not making me do shit. Second off, I don't remember scheduling any dick appointments. Reply from the boss. This is your boss, Mary Bell. I got a new number. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And that silence was very much necessary. Listen, it's it's I understand um, that there are definitely times where um Text messages can get misconstrued. There are times where you may respond to a text thread and think you're responding to someone else. But the fact of this is, is like, why not at least see, even if you didn't recognize the number, who it was that was messaging you before you responded with something like this? Um, instead of replying back professionally um, or even playing it off as a joke uh, or something or anything. But this teenager decided not to respond at all. But then took to Twitter um, to say, I never responded. And she texted me last night and said, I'll be giving you a call to tomorrow to discuss your terms of employment with us. 
then went on to say I didn't answer when she called and I've come to the conclusion that I'm probably just I'll probably just show up Friday and see how it goes. And of course, Twitter had a field day with this. Um, so for <laughs> misconstruing a text message and well, hey, you were just responding to a text when you didn't clearly didn't know who it was and then not having the balls to even respond afterwards. You just resign like, come on now. You definitely are the stupid idiot of the week. All right, so our next stupidity of the week comes from Georgia Southern University, in which a student, Courtney Schaefer, uh, sent a text message about her new roommate. Um, well, she actually accidentally sent it to the new roommate, but she was talking about the new roommate, and she said her Insta looks pretty normal, not too niggerish. She happened to notice that she majorly, majorly fucked up, immediately sent, oh my God, holy crap, damn spell check. I did not mean to say that. I was texting someone's name and meant to say triggerish. Now, since triggerish is not actually a word, it's very hard to think that it would spell check that and change it into niggerish unless you added that to your keyboard in which you use it a lot. But nonetheless, um, this uh, student in which he was talking about was very upset, took the text messages to the um, administration um, of Georgia Southern University. Um, Schaefer is yet to face any disciplinary actions as of this recording. But, you know, um, for being something and, and again, Courtney is white. so She definitely um, definitely racist tweet. Um, you know, we're not going to fall for that whole, it was, it was spell check and all that bullshit. No, you sent the text message to the wrong person and you were embarrassed that it got out. So for that, you were very much the stupid idiot of the week. And we'll, we're going to monitor this to see if she actually does face disciplinary action. Hopefully I'll have an update for this on the next episode for you, but let me know how you feel about this. Um, because yeah, that's just utterly ridiculous. And you know, this is the shit that we, that we unfortunately have to go through. And it's not going to change. It's, it's, you know, just know that those conversations are being had around you. Um, yeah. And even if it was mentioned, just fun, silly or whatever, uh, that's intensity to a whole nother level. Um, but to both of our stupid idiots of the week. I didn't call you idiots. I called you stupid idiots. All right. Now it's time to get into the meat and potatoes. It's time to get into our conversation topic for the week. And fame black is actually on this one. We are discussing not one hit wonders. We're discussing two hit wonders. We wanted to put a little different spin on it. Um, just a fun conversation. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. After that, I'll be closing the show and that'll be it for this week. So we're here to discuss something a little bit different, man. We're here to discuss not one hit wonders because everybody talks about one hit wonders. That's, that's easy. We're here to talk about two hit wonders. Yeah. Two hit wonders. I mean, I don't know if you call them two hit wonders, but it's just like not everybody is around for the one and done. Some people is like, hey, I got one. I got another one. And they're just never able to capture that same success. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad artist. It just means like they never got that shot of that opening. Some artists get get it like in groups. 
Like some artists have been on songs that have gone platinum, they just can't do it themselves. Like I think Nate Dogg is not a two hit wonder, but he's an example of a person who has many, many hits, but none to his own name. Doesn't mean yeah. he's a bad artist. So I, I just want to clarify that before we start the list. None of these artists are necessarily bad. It's just the opportunities that they were given or the songs that they released didn't, you know, garner the the response they thought it would. All right, fair enough. So who uh let's let's start the list. Who's your first two hit wonder? I got to start in Philly, baby. I got to start in Philadelphia. I got to start with uh, a rapper that everybody thought was super hot. And he was. His bars are ridiculous. Yeah, he kind of looks like a crackhead now. Um, Kind of? Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> anyway. But he was the man back at, at one point in time, man. And he has two hits to me. First of all, I'm talking about Philadelphia's own Cassidy. And uh, I would say his, his hits are Hotel. Girl, you want to come to my hotel? And a couple years later, um, hustler. I'm a hustler. I'm a I'm a hustler, homie. So um, I only reason I say those two hits. I mean, one was for his like highly anticipated debut. People thought that he was you know all he had so many mixtapes and things like that. People thought it was gonna be you know something different. Uh, but he ended up going the pop route, the radio route, and it was disappointing. But it's still kind of catchy. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he had his run. He had his run. It wasn't it wasn't. But damn. Yeah, he was he was a two hit wonder. He's okay. a real two hit wonder. Like he's he's got bars. Like I'm not gonna say he's a bad rapper. He got bars. He got mixtape days. But, but as far as hits go, things that hit the radio and maybe went gold or platinum or something like that, or you know hit the Billboard or was there for a while. I'm only looking at Hustler and Hotel. All right, uh, my Hotel first Hotel for the R Kelly factor, which you know as we know today is is mum's the word depending on how you feel. But I mean. We're not going to get into the age nope. of, the, of the people who are at the hotel. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it moving on that. But um, that's, when, that's when he was wearing that mask and shit. That's all I want <laughs> That was when he was full Pied Piper, wasn't it? Like that. That was on some other shit. I'm not really um, R. Kelly, y'all. I'm not. Re- it's not really me. Any crimes you see me committing with this mask, who knows who it is? <laughs> My first one, though, is uh, Bone Crusher. No, never Scared reached number six on the on the Billboard overall. Not just hip hop rap. Number six. And then also gripping the grain, which reached number thirty six. Oh, Two hit one. Uh, okay, so I had a debate of I thought about putting Bone Crusher on this list, but I couldn't think of a second hit hit because I mean not to say that gripping the grain isn't a hit because I did like it and it was on the radio and it was there for a while. But what I when I looked at Bone Crusher, I looked at like. When I look at the hits, I try to think of two hits that are on the same level. And um, you're right, though. Gripping the Grain is that shit. I forget that's a Bone Crusher song sometimes. Like, I, 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 I leave it in the in the memory banks. But Never Scared is that shit. And always will be. Oh, yeah. Never Scared is undoubtedly a classic single, at least. Like, I don't know who would argue that point. But uh, Gripping the Grain, for me, like, I, that beat is one of the coldest beats ever. Fuck that. I don't care what nobody has to say about it. Um...
But Let yeah. me ask you this. Is uh-huh. it a is it cheating to say that Never Scared is a hit and the Never Scared remix is another hit? No, not at Cause all. Because that remix is tough. And that would make him a three hit wonder in my book. <laughs> yeah, the uh the Never Scared remix was his own thing. So nah, I mean I, I wouldn't I wouldn't knock you for that. So he's a three still two hit wonder. I mean it, it doesn't the remix doesn't get counted as a whole nother it hit. It's more play. like a like a B. Like it's a it's a it's a one A, one B type situation. I got you. Yeah, it's the same beat, so I'll give you that. Um, jumping to my number four, I'm staying in Philly. I'm staying in Philly. I, just, I don't even know if it's a top five. I said number four, but um, my next one, rather. Staying in Philly, it was a group. They had this song, and it was like real like woke, I guess you call it. I mean, I have problems with it personally. I'm not going to get into them now. Um, and then they had another hit with another Philadelphia native, Eve. And I thought it was a good song. I'm talking about City High. They had the, what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor? Whatever. I can't get a job. My dad's on crack. You know the gist. <laughs> and then they had the John, um, five, five with brown eyes, caramel complexion, smile like the sunrise. That's- was hot so um i don't know how the spins were otherwise and i did like i did no numbers research for this list i didn't go and look at the charts or anything like that but i know that they were on the radio i know what would you do was a big hit i know that was like really catchy i know it was in movies and stuff like that caramel i don't know how well it did but living in philly it was on the radio all the time that girl i forgot her name she did a lot of philly shows a lot of philly posters so this bitch is all up in my life so i give it to city high that's that's a, I I didn't even think about City High, so you got me on that one. Um, my my next one, I had to go out a little bit outside of hip hop, so I, I okay, the two hit wonder thing and staying in hip hop gave me a little bit of trouble, so I had to come a little bit out of it. And that's August uh, Alcina, No Love, and I love this. I I I, I hate both the songs, but <laughs> no, I'ma keep on drinking because I love you. <laughs> But yeah, two hit wonder man, and you know what? Honestly, it's it's not that he isn't a talented artist. It's just his music doesn't speak to me personally. So I've always had a little bit of issue there. I mean, I can understand the the appeal and stuff, but I mean, where has he been? Like, does he still make music? Yeah, well, I mean, he's still fairly new. He was on a new Khaled album and stuff like that. I only re- like, I, I'm, you're right. He's a two hit wonder at the moment. I just think that he's still in the game. So as of right now, he has two hits. But yeah, he's been, he only has that one project, right? Yeah, yeah, just the one project. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know. Maybe he is only a two-hit wonder. Is that Those two are from the same album, too. So Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll definitely see what he has left in the tank if he has more. I mean, hopefully, I, I, the thing is, is, anyone on this list, I don't ever hope anyone's career stops at two hits. But, uh, I mean, just as right now, as a body of work, he has two hits. So he made the list for me. That's true. 
And I would still consider August Alcino a part of hip hop. I wouldn't say that's not just because he sings. I wouldn't say that doesn't make him a part of it. Um, finding you're right though. Finding hip hop, you know, hip hop only artists like rappers per se that are two hit wonders is difficult because you can either get one or you can get a few. Because I feel like once you get a following, people want to just support you, and you can get a hit based off of your own clout. Um, so this was this one's kind of cheating though. It's Cisco. Cisco with Drew Hill has a lot of hits. Cisco the man himself, the one artist, he has the thong song and he has Incomplete. Some people like and some people would even argue that Incomplete is on the Drew Hill album only sung by Cisco, but it was also on his solo album. I think it was like Enter the Dragon because he thinks he's Bruce Lee or something. But yeah, the thong song and Incomplete. Cisco, <laughs> who saw that coming? Uh, you know that 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 is a very worthy entry to this list. I can't I can't argue those facts at all, brother. Um, my next one though is, uh, and this this one is is he is a two hit wonder, and it's and it sucks that he kind of makes this list because it's not necessarily of his own doing. Um, but Bobby Schmurder, Hot Boy, and uh, what was the other one? Bobby Bitch. What is the other one? Bobby Bitch. Bobby Bitch. Bobby Bitch. Bobby Bitch. Is that a hit? <laughs> Reached top fifty on the overall Billboard. Like I, so I know you you did yours based off no numbers at all, which I, I it, it, that's even more respectable. I, I kind of, you know me, I'm the analytical dude, so I try I know, to base it off numbers. So yeah, I, I went numbers on this one. Normally I would go numbers, but I was trying to like, you know, as you know, and I've discussed on this show, and I've discussed on Twitter and things at Fame Black for those listening and watching on Instagram Live. Um, I guess they would already know the Instagram. It doesn't matter. Um, my definition of a hit is like, you know, I have very high standards for it. I want it to be gold or platinum or something. I want it to be on the charts for a certain number of time. I want it to actually have a place in the top 20 of the charts, a billboard, not just hip hop, you know, something that I have very high standards for this. But, but for this list and for the sake of this list, I lowered all of those standards to just something that played on the radio all the time, something that was either iconic or you quote them for stuff that people quote to this day and may not even know the artist that sings it. Um, yeah, so that's why, <laughs> that's why I, I use the people that I use. I feel that. I feel that. So, but Bobby Schmurder as a, as a, as yeah. an artist, we know he's locked up. Um, did, how much promise did you see in him as an artist? I know you, you, you more the new music as I'm open to all music. I, I don't like the new music as much, but I know you listen to everything. So I do. I do. I'm a, I'm a new music advocate. I really do like uh, a lot of these new kids. I like, I like the fact that, you know, obviously when you get a wave of new artists, yeah, some of them are not great. Some of them are there because they're got, you know, social media clout or they are, you know, nice to look at or they, they have some other talent like they can dance or they have a famous uncle or whatever like that. And honestly, the charts and the the crowd reaction kind of weeds those people away. So I like to see the first wave of new artists come in and see like, oh, I like this guy. I think he'll last. Um, and then seeing if it's true or not. So I do listen to all the new stuff. Um, Bobby Schmurda, I I I liked in the sense of like it was brash. It was very Philly. It was very like cool. He had to dance. But he was being so truthful. It was so real, right? He was is he actually got booked for the song, right? The confessions. Like yeah. he basically he basically said it was a confession. Like, you know, and that's that's not rapping about drugs is different when it's something that you've done in the past and you don't condone anymore. You say, Hey, this is how I live my life. But when you say, like, yeah, I killed that nigga and you really did kill that nigga and he you still wanted for killing that nigga, that's not cool. You can't be putting that on the airwaves, you can't be promoting that to children or stuff like that. So it's a moral thing I have against Bobby Schmurder. 
All right, I feel uh, that. I feel that. Who's next on your list? My list. Uh, okay. So I I stayed in hip hop. I found I found as much hip hop as I possibly could. And this one is this is where people will start to debate. This is where people go. Well, maybe that's two hits. Maybe it's one and a half. Maybe it's three. Blah blah blah. Uh, I got Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire obviously has a hit with Riding. Riding Dirty. Everybody knows that one. That's the one that gets quoted. That's the one in movies. I mean, even white people put it in their movies when anybody pulls up in a nice car. It's just the song to do. Um, but another one that did really well as far as, you know, uh, I know it was MTV Jam of the Week and I know stuff like that, but, uh, Hip Hop Police. And honestly, it's one of my favorite Chameleon songs and one of my favorite songs, like in general, like it's so good. A big celebrity, a case we long for. You a pirate? Why you got that eye patch on for? Funny. Putting people in a hearse, what I heard from. Where were you the night of April 21st, son? Home. I think you got your facts wrong. That's on you, Chameleonaire, Rob, shut couple cats on Melview. What? We're gonna have to jail you two. In the lineup, don't speak until we tell you to. It's the person who Jim your lock, sir, was Doc. Kinda look like him, I'm not sure. Failing to nail, cause the sailing's another. Uh-huh. Leave, I see an unmarked tail in the brother. Hit the bodega, not no more game. This chick used to be nice, acting all strange. Like she was gonna get it. Pathetic. A sailing court, now they all apologetic. With so much drama in the industry. Hip hop police are listening. And it's got slick rig in it, and they're dressed like white cops, and they're booking each other. It's really, it's really creative, it's really clever, it's really funny. Um, I even, if you've never heard the song, I give you just one line from it. He's talking about like he's rapping as the cop who's booking him. And he's like, in your car, we confiscated the chronic and eclipse diary that you had and all your blueprints. And it's just referencing other rap albums. It's so good. It's so clever. It's so real. Uh, Chameleon Air for the two hit wonder. I don't know why he never went further. I listen to Chameleon Air's album and I like it. His songs are good. I just don't know why he never got that chart following or whatever like that. Some people put grown and sexy in this list to make him a three hit wonder. I don't. That song did not do well. And, uh, you know, I didn't like it very much. So, <laughs> so it's not on the list. <laughs> All right, I can feel Chameleon Air being there, even though um, yeah, I I say he has more hits than two, but that's because of everything before he started releasing actual commercial albums. So as far as like from a commercial standpoint, right. that goes back to that regional thing we talked about before. But yeah, from right. a commercial standpoint, I can Wait, agree with is, that. Is Chameleon Air from St. Louis? Or? No, no. But um, if you look it up, like Chameleon Air's whole buzz, you know, I'm a military brat. I was I lived overseas. Right. But he toured to military bases before he got his big break. So, like, Chameleon Air was on base in Mannheim, Germany, where I grew up. Um, oh, like, cool. Yeah, like once once every two years or something. So, I, I got to see him a lot. So, that's why I have nice. a personal thing. Yeah. All right. Do you got any more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next one. Uh, OT Genesis with Cut It and Coco. All right. Okay, that's funny. I was gonna put him on my list too. I was gonna put him on this list too for those two, but I like push it. It's not. It, it may not be a hit, but I like it, so I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't you. do it. It's I not a hit. It's not a hit, but I couldn't do it because I like that song so much. And the thing, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's definitely two hit wonder. Like I, I can understand you liking more music. Anyone liking more music from him, but as far as like again hits from a commercial standpoint, cut it. And Coco, like you had people, like you said earlier, white people. I'm in love with the Coco. Don't even know what the fuck it means. Not at Definitely all. Definitely a hit. Like that was a vine thing. Like people were pouring milk on that Coco Pebbles. Go, I'm in love with the Coco. <laughs> like that was a real thing. Like that that song did huge. And then, yeah, yeah, cut it. Yeah, yeah, cut it. 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 
price is way too high, you need to cut it. Your price is way too high, you need to cut it. Cut it, 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 cut it. Them bricks is way too high, you need to cut it. Your price is way too high, you need to cut it. People love songs about cocaine, yo. Like, that's real. Like, no People like white people love Jeezy, and they don't know why. It's because he's rapping about cocaine. Everybody likes cocaine. <laughs> Speaking Personally, of, have I you don't... seen Have you seen Sorry to Bother You yet? No. What is oh that? What God. is Sorry to Bother You? It's the one with the Keith. Uh, is it Stanfield? His name, the guy from Atlanta, the skinny guy, the tall skinny guy, the funny. Oh, one. okay. It, it's him and uh, Tessa Thompson. Definitely check it out. There, there's one of the funniest cocaine jokes I have ever seen in any movie in that. Uh, in that like it's hilarious but uh continue what's who's next on your list uh okay so i stayed hip-hop and this was this one was cool to me because this was an artist who came out had one hit released some other songs didn't do that great big in the strip clubs not big on the radio um and then came out a couple years later and he had something new he had he had a new look he had a kind of a new sound and this is the one i think is bigger than his other hit and then he just kind of faded into obscurity i don't know where he is today Bubba Sparks. When he came out, he had Ugly. Mm-hmm. Getting ugly. Certified hit. <laughs> um, and then a couple years, and that was I think that was like 2003 or whatever. 2006 rolls around. 2007, he rolls around with booty, 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 rocking everywhere, rocking everywhere. Miss New Booty. And people still say that today and they don't even know where that's from. And no one remembers who Boba Sparks is, but those that's a good song. And so is Ugly. All right. I like that. I can't I can't fight that at all. Uh, my next one. It, I was I'm sorry. People are gonna be like CJ's an old bastard. Is it Dej Loaf or Dej like how do you pronounce her name? I always say Dej Loaf. Okay, Dej Loaf. Back up and try me. Two certified hits. She hasn't done shit since then. Um so yeah, she she makes my list for that. Uh I still I, I still think she has promise. Like I enjoy her music. She's dope. I enjoy her music. I enjoy her style. I enjoy the fact that she's comfortable being her. I enjoy the fact that she likes big booty women like I do. Like, it is the, what what is there not to like about Dej Loaf? But she's still wait, only wait, two in one. She's not gay though, right? She's straight or bi. She's bi, I think. I believe. Okay. I like Young Ma. Yo, Young Ma. I don't know who saw this, but Young Ma dropped a freestyle on World Star. That shit is the truth. Young Ma is hot. <laughs> it, I, it, Young Ma is hot. I don't know if anybody peeped that shit. Like, she's one of the new artists that don't get all the flack for being a new artist. Artist, but she's the truth. Um, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an old bastard, though. That's- <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. Is it, is it Loaf or Dejlow? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, she only has two. Only two. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? It's a big Sean. It's a big Sean song. She's yeah. on. She's had some dope features, but as far as like her. Yeah, but she only has one album, right? Yeah. So it's plenty of time to catch up. 
I think if you get if you can get two hits off of an album, I think you've done. I think you've done. That's the minimum. That's like a C. That's how you know you've done well, or you you'll at least make it to the oh, album. Yeah. She's gonna get paid for the rest of her life off royalties for that album. Those two hits alone, like it. And the thing is, is that like anyone who makes this this list, and for anyone listening, that I'm not saying that they're terrible artists. I'm just saying that they've only had two hits. Um, right. I'm not even saying that I don't like her. I, I I like her music. I'm sitting here right now. I thoroughly enjoy her music, but I she needs to come out with more. Like she's been gone now for like two two years, if not more. We we I need more consistency than that. Two years, two years is the the max right there. But yeah, she she. I'm ready for more days, though. Yeah. All right, that's so, it for me, man. Who who you got left right, in the list? I, I, well, that's good because I only have one more, and um, it's totally against it's totally. Said, and it's only because I was listening to him, and it's because the next episode of Fame in the Morning is going to have a song from this artist that's not a hit, or it was actually never released, and it's going to be the song of the day. And I didn't pick it either. That was DJ Gullah, Gullah, you know, from the M Beta podcast. He picked this song. But anyway, I'm talking about the artist uh, Shaggy. He has, in my opinion, two hits. One, it wasn't me. Everybody knows. And then uh, every, I don't know how it was for everyone else, but every Sunday morning on the hip hop radio station, they would play like more love songs and more like, like Butterflies by Michael Jackson and like A Long Walk by Jill Scott and Angel by Shaggy. You know, that show they are my angel. Yeah, my darling angel. And even though I have like three Shaggy albums, I've never heard any of these other songs on the radio. Only sh- only it wasn't me and Angel and well. So Shaggy is that is that my last artist and the total the total wild card of that whole list. I feel that Shaggy personally for me, my sisters that Angel song, and I think they were like six at the time, if not younger, drove me fucking crazy with that shit. So like, your sisters older, or younger, younger. Okay. I wanted to strangle the holy shit out of them. They're twins. Like, they both would sing that shit all fucking day. And I would, like, babysit them. And I just would want to look at them and be like, y'all are really cute. If I knew I could get away with murdering you right now, you'd be dead. I'm sorry you have such personal vendetta villains against Shaggy just trying to tell this girl after cheating on her and saying it wasn't me. Fuck all (laughs) that shit. (laughs) Well, thanks. I used Go to ahead. listen to it wasn't me all, all the time. That I used to get a chicken every morning. Fuck that. <laughs> that that and that stupid uh who let the dogs out bullshit. My younger sisters played that shit out so much that it was just like just hearing hearing two bars from that song will send me into a rage. I have to wa- either walk out or stab someone. There's no in between. One of the two has to happen. When the party was nice, the party was bumping. <laughs> that song is about like ugly bitches in the club yeah and, and most of the ugly bitches were singing the song not even realizing that they were talking about them but it's like that was that was the theme song for the rugrats movie which is coming back by the way was it a new season a movie and something else right it, i think it's just a, it's a new season and a live action movie which live to me, action movie the rugrats should never be live action never like i i'm not feeling that but you know they're gonna do it anyway <laughs> Oh my God! Why do I have to drive now? I don't know. You came at the end of the show, Miss Nelly Bebe. You could either drive or ride, but I mean, you chose the wrong time. Put that shit in neutral. Pull over to the side. What? You, what? Pull the panties to the side. What? Oh, this is not love, love, love. <laughs> yeah. Wrong podcast, Fame. Wrong podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fame, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Anything you want to leave the the listeners, the watchers with before we depart? Oh, well, listen, hey, I have a new show as well. 
Let me, let me start from the beginning. I have this podcast called the In Beta Podcast, and it's me, the announcer, Purple Face. It's DJ Gullah Gullah uh, on the ones and twos spinning new music for you. It's all educational. It's very funny. It's entertaining. It's sketches. It's music. It's knowledge. It's what you need. It's 30 minutes every single Thursday on uh, all podcast platforms. It's called the In Beta Podcast. Secondly, I have a new show, just got accepted on Apple Music, so look for that, or iTunes, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's called Fame in the Morning, and basically it's me, 10 minutes, talking about whatever I want to talk about. So whether I'm telling a story or commenting on new news, you, you don't know what to expect. It's going to be a little crazy. It's called Fame in the Morning. Look for it on where all your podcast platforms and then, of course, I am Fame Black, the guy promoting all this Fame Black material. Uh, at Fame Black, F-A-M-E-B-L-A-C-K, on Twitter, Instagram, and as of recently, back on Snapchat. Thank you, and good night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 58. Like I said, we got episode 59 next week. After that, episode 60 is the one-year anniversary of this fine and wonderful podcast. I can't wait for that episode. It... Wow, a year. This is just crazy. I can't believe it. And to think just everything that's happened in the year. Um, closing shout outs to my brothers at Oversaturated and the Breaks Radio, Johnny and Ralph. Um, hats off to you guys. Hats off to what we've been able to accomplish together. You guys know where you can find me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H A I Z E. But more importantly, you can send me any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, the Awaken Soul Pod at gmail.com. I'll look forward to seeing you guys next week for episode 59, where we will have the return of Andrew Bello, um, who was actually supposed to be in this episode. But because of my schedule running around with the live show, we actually weren't able to record. Um, so I'm, I'm looking very forward to be able to have that conversation with Bello. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. I'll see you guys next week. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody has. Go up, and they stay there.